right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition of American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week, and it is February. That No, it's not February anymore. It's March the 2nd already. Wow. Joining us today will be Mr. Mark Cantrell of the Legends and Champions Report. How you doing, Mark? Good, thanks. Good, thank you, David. How's, uh, how's the weather down there in the great southwest? You know, it's always just fantastic. Uh, you know, we had a cold spell, but, you know, but what did you get down? It's 70. <laughs> so it's... Bitter. Sure, not that. It's, uh, it's sunny in 75 right now. Ah. Okay. My, uh, nice. Very nice. Thing is telling me, so... Oh, we're having some freakish weather up here. It was like I'm not kidding you. It was at, it was actually 62 degrees uh, about a week ago, and, and I mean, so technically it was 62 degrees in February in Chicago. It, just the most bizarro stuff that you've ever seen. So yeah, must be global warming or something. <laughs> or yeah, uh, yes, I don't know. He's a, a, all I the figured hotter. it'd be colder there, but. New York looks like it's nice as well. Yeah. yeah the East Coast don't look like it's that bad. They had a little bit of a storm go through. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah it's, it's just odd weather. Well, anyway, um, what's going on in the pool world this week? Uh, shoot. We uh, apparently have this big money match that's just cranked up right now as we speak. It's just cranked up uh, out at the Carom Room in Beloit. Scott Frost versus Dennis Orcoyo for a very large sum of money. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're not already aware of it, go to uh, is it on the Rail TV? Do I have that right, Mark? Yeah, on the Rail TV dot com. Uh, I believe I'll just do a search on the Rail TV, and yes. it will it'll guide you there for sure. Yeah, there's um, a free stream. It's, 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 it's free, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like like you said, it just started. Uh, they're in the uh, the the very beginning, so yeah, uh, it's going to be they're going to. You know, we had Scotland last week, but just to reiterate, they're going to ten today, first to ten, then tomorrow, first to twenty, and then the next day, first to thirty, and then uh, the last day, the first to forty, mm-hmm. and so. It's gonna, be, you know, it's gonna. It could end up really dragging out, yeah, uh, and running late. But it can only run to two a.m. Based on what Scott was saying, because of the city uh, laws and yeah. that kind of thing, as right. far as yeah. uh, how long the the pool room can be open. So. Um, they might have to start playing earlier in the day, and they start today at three uh, Central Time. So we'll we'll see. It's one of those. It's either going to go really fast, or it's going to uh, it's going to go slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it can go. Sl- thing is, it can it, it can go slow for two reasons. It can only go fast for one. It can go fast if one person dominates and just runs away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it can go slow if one person gets ahead and the other person has to try and catch up. You know, right, like uh, right. Scott gave the analogy, like today, if it goes 10 
sorry, eight to two on the first day uh, to Dennis. Then Scott's got to try and catch up to get to twenty. He's got to win eighteen games. Uh, you know, so that's how it could be slow that way. It could also be slow just because one pocket is a, a very strategical game, and you know, it's not just an easy run out. You know, uh, most of the time, and you don't get always get those opportunities, and it takes some thinking about. So, um, you know, ho- hopefully, it moves along a. a a pace that's conducive to the game being played well and for the time constraints that they have and for the fans' enjoyment. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to watch paint dry. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting, definitely. And I think that, you know, obviously that, that money is going to put some pressure there's going to be some pressure involved it should be interesting especially when it gets well, down to the final yeah i mean it's, it's real easy to miss uh with that kind of pressure and you also got to you you've got to think about every shot i'm not saying that you know you won't think about every shot anyhow right, right. but if there's a hundred thousand dollars on the line it's real easy to second guess yourself and say, well, if I lose this rack or this game, um, the score is this, and now I'm really kind of putting myself <laughs> in a corner. Yeah. Maybe I need to play safe instead of going for it, kind of thing. Yeah. And you may end up second guessing yourself, which can speed up the game or slow down the game, depending on what decision uh, you decide to make. Yeah. For sure. I, either way, that I... Makes, that makes sense. <laughs> no, it does. It does. I was just going to say, either way, um, I think that's going to make for some fantastic shot making. I mean, it's. I'm, I'm looking forward to sitting down in front of it for a couple hours and watching these guys go at it. So, if you guys, if the listeners, if you guys didn't, like I said, if you didn't already know, go to ontherailtv.com. There's a free stream... This match is going to be going on for the next at least three days, probably. So uh, catch up, you know, catch in, check in whenever you get a chance. Um, also kicking off today, the Amway Cup. Uh, the ladies are playing over in Taipei City. Um, that's This is the 20th year, actually, of the Amway Cup. So they're pretty proud of that. And it's a, it's a big deal. They, they do it up over there. Uh, matter yeah, of I fact... Think, um uh, Alison Fisher and Kelly Fisher. Yeah, I could be mistaken. I could be mistaken on this, but I believe that Alison Fisher and Kelly Fisher have played in every one of the Amway Cups. Really, for wow. the past twenty years? Huh. That's interesting. I did not know that. I was not aware of that. Yeah, the scene, I, I believe that's correct. Uh, somebody will obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. And they're making kind of a big deal out of Allison and Kelly there with the press conferences and yeah. and uh, anniversary celebrations and everything because I think they may be the only two that have played in every one. Wow, that's cool. Well, and also speaking of China... Uh, our man, Mr. Mike Howerton, is about to head over there here in another week or so because the uh, the Chinese pool, uh, world pool, uh, thing's about to happen there. It uh, in uh, what is that? Yushan, Yushan, 
I think that's the name of the city. Chinese pool coming. That's the 13th of March through the 16th. So that's kind of like a little heads up there for that one. And in the meantime, as a matter of fact, there's also the Chinook winds out in Lincoln City, Nebraska is about to fire up on the 9th. So that's Lincoln, Lincoln City, Nebraska. Yeah, that's basically one week from today. The uh, Chinook winds about to get going. So lots of great that's not pool. Lincoln City, Oregon. Um, no, I don't think so. Or is it? <laughs> you got me mixed up now. I'm not sure. I thought it was Lincoln City, Nebraska, but uh, maybe I'm mistaken. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to fire myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I I don't know. Something's telling me Lincoln City, Oregon. Maybe so you're something right. might go on. There might be another tournament that goes on in Oregon. Uh, maybe that's uh, it. Lincoln City, Oregon. Okay. Oh, gosh. Well, now we're misinforming the public. This is terrible. Did you get to watch the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> that's a transition, isn't it? Um, I just made me think about that. The, 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 yeah, getting it wrong <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> kind of like announcing the wrong name of, uh, of a movie that might have won. <laughs> that, that, that was crazy. <laughs> That was crazy, and people were blaming uh, Warren Beatty and Faye yeah. Dunaway in the beginning. And yeah. it turns out it was Price, the accountants from Price Waterhouse who were in charge of it. Yeah, who uh, are supposed to be watch, keeping their eye on those envelopes. Yeah, uh, and, and and making sure they're in the right hands. <laughs> so, but Warren Beatty knew something was up. I thought it was just being a, a you know, trying to create some suspense. Yeah, uh, around around opening the envelope as people tend to do uh, sometimes for yeah. effect, or if they just want a little bit more attention uh, than the last person. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he knew something was up, and uh, he passed it off. <laughs> he said, "I don't want to say it." You say it. Like, <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, you do it. I'm not going to do you it. Say, you say. It. Yeah. And she did. She didn't look at it. He should have maybe said, check that for me. Yeah. Maybe he should have done that, you know? No, oh, that's... Uh, uh, so like weird. you might have said, hey, before we start, this uh, is that uh, Chinook wins is it Lincoln City, Oregon, or <laughs> Nebraska? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're Something right. doesn't seem right. Yeah, I should have... Uh, I apologize for that. I should have... No, you, you know what? <laughs> you could be right. I could be... You could be right. <laughs> I might be crazy. But it just might be a, a lunatic you're, you're looking, looking for. for. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the, um, oh gosh, man, you made me lose my train of thought now thinking about the Oscars. Uh, oh, you know who laughed the loudest at that happening? There's one man on earth who laughed louder than anybody else. And that was Steve Donald Har Trump. Steve Harvey. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he probably laughed for a long time. Like, see, <laughs> it's it's not just me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, maybe you can point in another direction now. Yeah. You know, I don't know what happened with him. If he if he announced it wrong or he was given the wrong envelope or the wrong name. Yeah. With him. Anyway. So today, we're also going to be talking with Miss Melinda Bailey down in the great state of Texas. 
So we'll be right back right after this. Sixty-four years ago today, March the second, nineteen fifty-three, was the first day of the World Championship fourteen-one tournament being held in San Francisco at an establishment called the Downtown Bowl. Great competition kicked off on this day. There was William Moscone, Jimmy Karras, James Moore, Irving Crane, Luther Lassiter, legendary names in the sport battling it out round-robin style. Mr. Moscone ended up winning the title again on that particular occasion, won himself a couple of thousand dollars, but he also administered one of the best whippings Luther, Luther Lassiter ever got in his professional career. <clears throat> As the round-robin progressed, it was Willie and Luther going at it. Willie runs 79 balls, sits down. Luther runs 33, sits down. Willie gets up, runs another 71 to complete his 150 to win the match against Luther Lasseter in two innings. Shouldn't be surprised that Mr. Moscone handed out a whipping like that, but uh, Luther would be would go on to become one of the best pocket billiard players ever. But just so happened that while Willie was still in his prime, he was not going to have any of that. And that's your moment in history for this week. <laughs> Welcome to the show this week, uh, Miss Melinda Bailey down in the great state of Texas. How you doing, Melinda? I'm doing good. Hello, hello, everyone. How's the uh, how's the weather down there? Well, today it's okay. I'm in the uh, North Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth area, and we're at the highs near 60, so I'm not very happy. <laughs> I like it much warmer. Uh, but this might be the last. If you want to call it a cold snap, it might be the last cold snap of the mm. of the year, at least for us. So yeah. I'm getting very excited knock about on, that. Yeah, and better knock on some wood or something. Cause <laughs> I know. We're, I know. we're kind of, uh, what do you call it, uh, behind the quota as far as cold weather, especially up here. I was telling everywhere. Yeah, and I was yep. just telling Mark, we last week it was 60 degrees here in February. Right. You know, that's that's just unheard of i i think that well they were saying we we set the warmest february ever recorded record this year yes. in chicago mm-hmm. it's just it's unreal but so it's, yeah uh, it, that's happening that's happening everywhere yeah the I, warmest uh what would they say the warmest february or something happened in antarctica too or something oh wow yeah There's, uh, records being set set everywhere yeah for, it's crazy yeah. Well, and you know, and the funny thing is that I hate cold weather, <laughs> so I'm not, you know, on the inside, I'm really not upset about it. I'm really quite happy, but I know that the plants and the animals and everything else are going to go ape nuts crazy because it's not actually over yet. We still have some winter kind of to get out of its system and stuff, you know, 
So well, it'll get warm and we'll have this sort of fake spring and then we're going to get a snowstorm and kill everything, basically, is what, it, what will happen. So. Right. Yuck. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's what I have to deal with. So anyway, so um, besides the weather, which, you know, <laughs> we provide that for free just as a bonus. <laughs> we get pool and weather, too. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, you wrote something um, you would like to share with us. Well, as I mentioned uh, last time, I do try to I try to make it a goal to blog 10 to 15 times a month. I've had that goal for years and years. And so I'm trying to think of which topic to talk about, and I've, I'm looking at the titles of the last six, and they're, they're all actually very exciting <laughs> that I want to talk about <laughs> um, because I just, you know, of course, pulls passion. So, yeah. But I guess I'll talk about one today that um, – that I think is really important. And the, and the title of it is, if you want to go to my blog, which is Pool is a Journey, um, it it's, was published on February 21st, and it's called Talking After You Miss. Talking after you and um, huh? what I, as a tournament director, uh, I've been running the Mega Tour for five years. I ran the Ladies Tour, OBQ's Ladies Tour, for nine years. And it's something that, as a tournament director, we have to deal with um, because players, you know, should not be talking to... Uh, anyone on the sidelines at any time. Right. So I just want to talk about that real quick today sure. um, because it will help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is the OBQ's Ladies Tour, we have a rule that you can't talk to any spectators. You can't talk to, you just can't talk to anyone. You have to sit there. You can't be on your phone. You can't talk to anyone. And so after you miss, you sit down and you handle it yourself. You know, you right. reflect on it yourself. You. Sure. You don't have anyone, or you shouldn't have anyone to talk to, you know. And so the rule is that you just, you know, you can't talk to anyone. Well, on the Omega Tour, which is which is mostly a men's tour, um, we just instituted that rule. We actually have a players agreement now, and um, people have to sign it. So there's no sharking, there's no yelling, there's no fighting, there's no uh, talking to the crowd, there's no using the phone. And so what's interesting is, is it's actually new for people mm-hmm. um, because they aren't used to that you know if you go to a big pro event or something you know obviously that's one of the rules but if you if you go to you know state tournaments or something or any really type of tournament it's very crowded you can talk to whoever you want to right right. but so what's interesting is is that what i talk about in this blog piece is the effects of talking to someone after you miss so let's say you and i are talking okay? okay i mean you and i are playing okay so you're an extrovert and i'm an introvert (laughs) <laughs> okay. So an extrovert, you, so you're an extrovert. You already like to talk to people. You already, you know, probably mumble to yourself and everything else, you know. <laughs> but if you miss a shot, right? So you're an extrovert. You miss a shot and you don't come and sit down. What you normally do is try to, if you see someone you know, you're going to say something about the shot. Like, man, can you believe I missed that? Right. God, I'm so stupid. And what did I do? And and so what's interesting about that is what a lot of people don't know, and this is the point, is a lot of people don't know that it's really unfair to do that. Like, like I'm an introvert, right? So, And I have been taught not to talk to the crowd. So I miss a shot. I'm playing you. You're still an extrovert, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, miss a sh- I, yeah, I miss a shot. I come and I sit down and I reflect on it. And I'm, like, sitting there trying to figure out why did I miss, what can I do to change it. Now it's taken me years to figure out to do this right away. But I sit there and internalize and try to solve it myself because I am an introvert. I've also been trained, as I guess you could say, because I've played on my Wiki's Lays Tour for so long, you're not supposed to talk to the crowd. 
And so it's really a little bit, not a little bit, but it's a lot unfair that you as an introvert or you not knowing that you really shouldn't be talking to the crowd, that when you miss, I walk to the table, and now you're talking to someone. So a lot of things are happening. Number one, you are talking to someone that's making you feel better. It's making you calm down. You know what I mean? Because when you embarrass, when you miss a shot and you get embarrassed, talking to someone actually calms you down right. no matter what really you're talking about. Right. It's kind of like you have a little coach in your corner. And it's really unfair that you have this coach in your corner and I don't. I sit down. I'm respectful. I'm not talking. The other thing is what's going on <laughs> is, is that I can hear you talking when I'm at the table. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know what I mean? Like, so. Right. So I sit, I sit down, I'm giving you the courtesy, you, you know, cause I'm an introvert and I don't talk to the crowd and you're up there and you're shooting and you, you know, you're going on your business. Now I'm an, in, now I'm at the table. I'm still the introvert. You're still the extrovert, <laughs> but you're talking to a friend and you're not getting coached or anything, but you're, you know, you are venting, you are letting off steam, not steam, I guess, but you're calming your emotions down by talking to someone, yeah. but I'm at the table and that's not right. I can hear you talking. Right. And so now there's a lot of emotions in my mind going on, like, you know what, I was giving him respect, why isn't he giving me respect? You know, mm-hmm. why are they talking about this? Why aren't they letting me concentrate? You know what I mean? There's all sorts of oh, yeah. things going on. <laughs> and so, but the thing is, is that um, a lot of people that are introverts aren't even aware of this. You know what I mean? They miss a shot, they're just, oh, there's someone I know, they're just going to kind of talk about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've seen it a thousand times. I mean... It's it's amazing how many times I've seen it because people that are in, that are extroverts just don't realize they're doing it and then, and it's just not really fair to the person at the table that you're talking to someone else Correct. getting calmed down and they don't you know and no one and you don't realize this let's say you're doing it and you don't you don't realize that that's what's happening you don't realize you're sharking your opponent you don't realize you're talking too loud you don't realize you're not supposed to be talking you don't realize you're getting calmed down by someone all you know is you missed a shot and by god you're going to tell your friend man i dogged it can you see that what's wrong with me you know yeah, sort of thing exactly and it's not <laughs> it's not something that is really very conscious of of that they're doing it or why they're doing it or how it's helping them they're just Right. Venting, really. right, right, exactly. No, they you're, like you said, they may just be over there, just like venting, n- completely oblivious that it's having right. any, any effect on anybody else in the room. As a matter of fact, absolutely. Now, I mean, they might do it on and purpose so, too, but chances are they're probably just talking, just like, like you said, just because that's how they are. That's just the type of person they are. Right. And so, as a tournament, as it going full circle, as a tournament director. I'm getting a lot of complaints about it. Like mm. people are talking to the crowd, people's doing this, they're deliberately right. sharking, they're de- you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not talking about it's making them feel better. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> things like that. It's more because yeah. you're in the heat of the moment, you you take things more personal, especially if it's not going your way. You know, and so For sure. uh, and and so it's something unfortunately that we have to institute that people just aren't used to. Um, right. I mean, a lot of players are, but a lot of them aren't. You know, and yeah. so, but it's an interesting to me dynamic because it, it it truly is mostly um, I wouldn't say mostly personality, but it is. You yeah, know, it's only it the really people. Is. You know, you don't. I mean, you don't see introverts doing that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you don't see an introvert speaking to a friend unless, hey, can you go get me some water? They're not going to say, can you believe that shot? You know, right? <laughs> or yeah. I, I mean, there, I mean, I'm, I know that there's other instances, but it truly is. Um, in my opinion, you know, mostly personality, unless sure. they're doing it deliberately. Sure. 
Well, you know, (coughs) that brings up a good question, at least for me anyway, is because I am very much the extrovert. I talk. (laughs) I can talk. So now I'm wondering, though, like, because I've never even thought about this before, this scenario that you're describing. I'm sure that I've done it to someone before. Now, whether or not they were bothered by it, I don't know. But I'm sure that I've talked, you know, after my shot bazillions of times. But now I'm trying to think, how would I deal with it if I'm not supposed to talk to anybody? (laughs) You know, now I've got to come, you know, up with some... Method. But you're supposed to deal. But you're supposed to deal with it like the rest of the uh, right. introverts are supposed. Right. Absolutely. To. <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing. Just like you said, I if I didn't even realize that I've I've been doing that all this time. Now I I I am aware of it, and I find myself literally with like words on my mouth after I shoot, going, mm, you know what? Right. What? So. I guess to make a secondary point, if you are one of those people that likes to talk, then like me, we should be working on a way to deal with pressure or deal with failed shots or mistakes or what have you in a nice, quiet, polite manner as opposed to, you know, being obnoxious to your opponent, you know. Right. And obnoxious is a little a little strong, but <laughs> it can come it, but it can it could be, yeah. Come across be. that way. Yes. You know, when it happens and I hate to say this, but when it happens on a Saturday it's you know, I don't really hear too much. But Sunday, you know, you're still in it. It's two days. You're playing for a lot more money because you've lasted longer sort of thing, you know, and a lot more things get to you. And, and, you know, there's less people there, so it's less quiet. You know what I mean? So yeah. things are getting to you more. And uh, right. yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing how many times it, it really does affect people. And I know, I shouldn't say I know, but 95% of the extroverts that are doing it are never doing it intentional. Just like you, you uh, right. didn't realize you were doing That's it. That's what I'm saying. You're not doing it intentional. No, but not at for all. Someone that, but for someone that is aware of it, like extremely aware of it, they think that the other person, you know, they just want the same respect. Oh, yeah. It's like, look, you know, I sit down. I'm not talking to right. anyone. Right. And also, I can say that they're not, like, when it happens to me, I'm not sitting there going, well, they're getting help from their friend. You know, I mean, I don't, <laughs> that's why I think the blog that I that I wrote about is, the blog entry is interesting, because it's not just an introvert, extrovert, it's also, in reality, deep down, you are getting help by talking to someone. Yeah. You don't know it, but it is. You know, right. you're venting, you're, you know, it's calming your heart down to talk to someone. I mean, there's a thousand things right. psychological-wise we can go over oh, about yeah, absolutely how it's true. actually helping yeah. someone. But, uh, but you know, your opponents are sitting there, and they're just, you know, they're not doing that, and they're right. being polite, and they're sitting down trying to internally figure out why they miss, and I don't get to talk to a friend. Right. That's not fair. Right. Well, no, <laughs> you know? It's, and, you know, you're absolutely right. And like you said before, it, it all, you're also creating an opportunity to make the other person uncomfortable where like you said I'm sitting over there listening to you yammer on about something and now I'm distracted now okay but right, me, I'm trying to shoot pool uh, and you're over here yeah talking about how you died yeah exactly no and that's cool but then it even beyond that it also that goes back to that introvert how do you deal with it when something like that's going on. This the second question is I talk too much. How do I deal with the you know, the stress? And the second question is how does the introvert deal with 
something like that going on at the table? And are, you, are you supposed to jump up, the quiet, non-confrontational type, and go over there and say, hey, shut up? Or, or do you just you know, take with the grain of salt and say, okay, I'm better than that and I'm not going to let it bother me? Or, you know, how do you deal with it? Well, as a tournament director, if I see it, I say something. If I see someone, now that it's officially a rule, too, I tell them, I say, look, you know, you can't be talking to the crowd. Now you're on a warning sort of thing. It's very unfortunate. I really hate that it's even come to this because, you know, but um, but part part of it, there's there's so many dynamics to the personality it, that it, we could God we could talk forever about this. Oh, but sure. but but you're right. If if as an introvert, if I'm going to say something to someone, please be quiet. It's actually going to affect me more than you uh, because right. I'm going to be bothered. I'm going to be bothered. Oh my God, I hurt their feelings. I and mean, this is now the girl part. But oh my God, I'm going to hurt their feelings, and I didn't mean to. And you know what are they going to think or, of me afterwards? Right? Or is he? Or is he going to think? Play, is he going to think I'm trying to shark him? By making them shut right. up, you know, and I'm like, hey, keep it quiet over there. And it's like, dude, what are you doing to my game, right. you know? I, exactly. I, and what's and what's interesting, what what I've learned is that if you tell an introvert to be quiet, whether you do it nicely or raise your voice, not in a mean way, but hey, you know, stop that, they never take offense to it because they're an extrovert. I meant to say extrovert. If they're an extrovert, they don't they don't take it wrong. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm being loud again. Sorry about that. My bad. You know? Yes. <laughs> so the introvert's kind of nervous to say something, but the extrovert's like, oh, sorry about that. You know? I don't mean to. You're right. You know? And I've seen it a lot of times, whereas where the person who's being, <clears throat> I hate to say it, but the person that's being sharked and at the table while you're over there yakking does say something to the to the opponent they're like, hey, I'm bad, but it affects that person who's at the table. It's, yeah. it's a, you know, it affects them because now they've had to, you know, make a confrontation, make a comment where they really shouldn't be in that position to have to do that. That's why right. it's so unfortunate that people don't realize that that's what they're doing. And like I said, not not only not only five percent probably do it deliberately, but the others they just don't understand that what they're doing and the ramifications of how right. it affects right. their opponent in a negative way and how it's actually helping them in a positive way, which is not fair. I hate to use the word fair, but it's well, not. no, it's not. It's <laughs> not gentlemanlike. You know what I mean? We could, you know, fair, gentlemanlike, or or what's the sports? Good sportsmanship. Maybe that's a good way to put right. it. Um, I totally agree. Right. So it comes down to basically etiquette. As far yeah. as um, not just consideration for uh, other players in general, but actually consideration for the rules that are being given you. Right. Be aware of right. that and why it's important. Because, like, without you having said this, I probably wouldn't have given a rule like that all that much thought. But now that you're pointing this out, absolutely, I can see where that would be a problem for another player. And as a gentleman player, I don't want to create that situation. So, I guess I'll have. And you to... never did it deliberately. You never did it deliberately. You were yes. just talking to your friends. And, Absolutely. You know. I go over there and you know check as a... my phone or something. You know what I mean? That's uh, right, right. Something that most people would, if you didn't tell them not to, they would totally do it. You know what I mean? That right. natural right. reaction type of thing. Absolutely. So cool. And that's what's that's what's so different i should say about the, i don't want to use the word different but you know it's it's ingrained in us in on the obq's ladies tour i mean you can't talk to the crowd you can't use your phone well okay you just can't do it and we've been doing it for i say we've been doing it for so long i mean i say that but i mean that tour has been since 97 so 
I mean, we've been those have been the rules since day one, and so we all know it. We all follow it. If you're new, you don't, you know, you don't, you know, we reinforce it or whatever, you know, sort of thing. But to run a tour that that all of a sudden I've implemented this, I say I, but but we've implemented this rule. You know, that's why um, I kind of give warnings. You know, like hey, if you do it three times, you know, we need to talk, not talk, but if you get three warnings, you actually forfeit the match, or no, you forfeit your shot or match and anyway there's there's a succession plan to it but i didn't want to do it to where okay if you use your phone or you talk to the crowd you know that's a foul because that's you know (laughs) (laughs) and i hate to say it but you're an extrovert you know you don't realize that it's a you know you forget that it's a rule now yeah and uh, so that's why we're like okay if you get three warnings you know then there's a consequence to it because it is something that is new for some people they just don't Mm-hmm. You know, but but what I like about this topic is is people just don't understand the ramifications. So during the players meeting, the last uh, we've had two stops this year. I've actually explained that I used you, not you, but I've used someone as an example. I said, hey, if him and I are talking, and mm-hmm. look at actually, right. it's actually affecting my opponent. You know, I don't get into the personalities and extroverts, introverts, and you know that it's really helping you and it's your internal coach. You know, and all that <laughs> stuff. But I do mention that. You know, it is a distraction. You're talking, and I'm at the table. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. That's not right. Absolutely. Right. Seriously. But the extroverts don't know it. Right. I keep saying extroverts, but, you know, people act different when they're competing, too, I should mention. So, that is true. You know, it's however people. Yeah. That is very That's true as well, you know. <laughs> well, you know, and you, we That's could even take it, to, like, you, we could take this so many steps further, but just to take it one, oh, yeah. one step further is not just yourself and your own conduct at the table but clearly um anybody else that's around the table just spectating or playing on a neighboring table or even you know just someone that that's even in earshot um and i guess we don't have to go on to the big a whole other topic out of it but there's the same sort of distraction potential being spectators and there's some of the worst you know people that go watch (laughs) are some of the rudest ones where it's like hey there's a match going on here hello you know that kind of thing but right and there there's actually could be maybe 10 more discussions we can have (laughs) yeah exactly the one thing that's always interesting is when you're the extrovert and you're talking to someone that's sitting next to you in another match now it's affecting now it's distracting that opponent and his opponent. Yeah. So now you're actually affecting three other people. Right. Thank you for that, by the way. I really appreciate you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> just doing yes, my job. Distracting, <laughs> just distracting more than just your opponent is. You yeah. know, it is. It, it does happen for sure. Absolutely, absolutely true. And and you know, I guess, you know, not to repeat what we already said, but uh, I, I one of the things I'm stuck on here is if I'm the introvert, if I'm the quiet one, and I have to actually go and ask somebody to say something to you about it, that's awful. You know what I mean? That's terrible mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. to put somebody in that position. So think about your noise that's level. Actually... You know, think about how considerate you're being to your opponent, and you know what that means. Right. And if, like we were saying, if you're playing near other people what how that even you know affects <laughs> stuff like that I, I can be loud and that's why i know that you now i feel really bad actually because 
I'm thinking back, like, how, how many people I've disturbed while they were playing. Cause, uh, so now you know that this really wasn't a blog topic. It's really an issue with you that we have heard. Oh, I see. dealing it, with. Okay. No, I'm, so, just, kidding. I'm more, just kidding. It's like an intervention <laughs> thing, you know, where we just didn't yes. know how to tell you that you're really loud and obnoxious. But. So we'll get Melinda Bailey to break it to you. That's what we'll do. <laughs> She'll pretend. Yeah, I have this friend that I know that's really loud at pool halls. You know. <laughs> hey, let's use an example where you're the extrovert. Yeah, and I'm the introvert. exactly. That, that... <laughs> well, just let's just role play. We'll pretend for a second that you 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 talk a lot. You know, not that you really do, but and, just pretend. You know. And and just for the record, I did not know that you were an extrovert, so it is kind of interesting. <laughs> I did not know that. You know, I'm an extrovert with, uh, what do they call it, uh, social anxiety, if you can believe that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, I can't. you can't get me to walk into the room full of people, because I'll be terrified, but then once I'm inside, I'll be the loudest one in there. <laughs> so, how do That's you like nice. them apples, you know? It's like, That's what? That's nice. <laughs> it's That's too another good. Another blog topic right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's like taking psychologist notes on the couch now like yeah mr bond yeah. has introvert issues okay <laughs> all right well thanks melinda for sharing that was uh, sure. a wonderful wonderful piece of uh, discussion there and uh, and you taught me I something hope, today you taught me that i'm I too noisy that, well i'd like to help at least one person i've already helped you so yes. you got yeah <laughs> absolutely Okay, loud people, you heard the lady. Keep it down while we're trying to shoot, would you? Okay. Yes, Thank you. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks, Melinda. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. All right. We'll see you right. Uh, we'll see you here. Right. <laughs> I can't even talk today. We'll see you here again next week, right here on American Billiard Radio.